iOS is not safe. The fastest vehicle, production vehicle ever made is here and What's the last thing? Intel's fixing their drivers. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. Rough start to this Monday morning, forgetting what the top, one of the top stories was. But before we get into the spicy details of Apple's iOS, uh, maybe betraying you as a user, we should talk about a couple other things that are betraying users. Number one, if you have a Z690 Hero motherboard from Asus, it's a fire hazard and is officially being recalled as part of the US Consumer Product Safety Commission issuing a recall on all of this. This is something that Asus already responded to a few months back saying, hey, there's a fire hazard because one of the VRMs was installed backwards and so the polarity was wrong so it could cause the motherboard to catch on fire. Bad news if you have this motherboard, not a good thing. Asus has already been trying to take care of it, but the US CPSC has officially issued a recall affecting up to 10,000 motherboards that potentially have this. There's a dedicated Asus website for this in case you need to get it taken care of in case you're on that motherboard and in case you don't want your house to burn down unless that's like a thing you're into, in which case keep the motherboard. Who knows? Some people kept their Galaxy Note 7s when they knew they were a fire hazard just for the for the kicks. So. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but if you don't like fire, maybe don't keep it. But in case you like wireless charging, maybe don't switch to Android 13 just yet, especially if you're on a Pixel device, because there are reports coming out that Android 13 is breaking Pixel's wireless charging ability, specifically on the 4 and 4XL. This is popping up all over Reddit. It seems to be a software issue where the phone can't communicate with a wireless charger, regardless of whether or not it's an official Google Pixel stand or otherwise. It might charge for a few minutes and then stop, or it might not recognize the wireless charger at all. So in case that's like your bread and butter of charging, you might want to hold off. But in case your bread and butter of security is using a VPN on your iPhone, you think, oh, Apple's not going to get my data. Well, turns out, according to Proton VPN, there's a big vulnerability in iPhones. It's all iPhones. iOS is uh, still sending data outside of the tunnel of a VPN, regardless of whether or not you tell it it's on or off. And according to the people who are reporting this, they said that they've told Apple about this for years, roughly four years ago, and they have not actually addressed the issue. That's not what Apple's saying, but according to Proton VPN, essentially what's happening is there's some data leakage that's happening, and they even issue a blog post saying VPNs on iOS are a scam and that they appear to work fine. The iOS gets a new public IP address, new DNS servers, everything looks okay. But then over time, data leaves the iOS device outside of the VPN tunnel. This is not a classic legacy DNS leak. It is a data leak. I confirmed this using multiple types of VPNs and software from multiple VPN providers. The latest version of iOS that I tested with is 15.6. Apple said that they fixed this a while ago, back in iOS 14, issuing a fix. But clearly, according to the report, even on 15.6, they're still having issues. There used to be workarounds of putting in an airplane mode and then switching it off, and that would stop the data leaks or even potentially rebooting the phone, but it turns out that that is hit or miss, and regardless, there tends to be data leaking out of the VPN and going to Apple. So Apple's saying that they've offered the fix since 2019. If there is no data tunnel, they drop all network services and they don't have it go out to anywhere else. But according to the reports, that is not true is still happening, which in case you're not familiar with how VPNs work, it sends data through a tube that's inside the whole internet tube. It's supposed to be private, but when data comes out 
and outside of the tube, it tells everybody, hey, look at the tube. The tube belongs to this data that's coming out there. Look at the tube in the tube. It's a right mess, you would say. Proton saying that the fact that this is still an issue is disappointing to say the least. We first notified Apple privately of this issue two years ago. Apple declined to fix the issue, which is why we disclosed the vulnerability to protect the public. Millions of people's security is in Apple hands. They are the only ones who can fix the issue, but given the lack of action for the past two years, we are not very optimistic Apple will do the right thing. So this appears to be a pretty egregious breach of trust on people who use the iOS devices. I, I mean, they're ubiquitous across the entire country of the United States as well as the world. It's considered typically a safe device and Apple even prides themselves on the privacy over features that Android tends to have. So the fact that this is an issue and it hasn't been properly addressed by Apple kind of undermines all of their communication from a marketing standpoint, which I can hear in the comments now i know we have a ton of android fans yep i get it i just just stop i hear you we knew you were gonna say that i but like does this affect you personally i want to know anybody who has to use a vpn for security reasons does this like is this an impact to you or do you have ways that you've already mitigated this and you already knew about it let me know about apple being shady with the vpns and how that affects your life down below in the comments and i'm gonna let you know about crypto stonks how that's going bitcoin uh, it's up 1.8 percent on the day but had a mighty unfine weekend dropping a few thousand dollars when we had the last episode of hot news it was roughly in the high 23s low 24s and now it's at 21 and a half ethereum 2.75 percent increase to be 1621 and dogecoin just flat at 6.9 cents which is kind of nice just like reese's i'm gonna compliment you today buddy can you give us the hottest tech deals out on the internet thank you brett and welcome back to uft deals we bring the hottest tech deals out on the internet from probably one of the coldest places in south africa right now let's start the week off right with the lg 27u l 500w still one of my favorite monitors of all time it just ticks all the right boxes with a 27-inch 4K IPS panel, HDR10 support, and 98% sRGB color coverage, this monitor is a steal at $246.99, which is $103 off or 29% off currently. And just remember, you can find this deal and more linked in the video description. But before I go, Brett, did you remember to order your Kyla last week? No, Reese, I did not hit her. <laughs> I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Ah, well, I, I'm gonna get Reese's opinion on this next topic, which I already know what it is. Destiny 2 and Fortnite are having a crossover. It got leaked ahead of Bungie's event. I know you like it, Reese. Thank you for, for your input there. Speaking of crossover, in case you wanna crossover YouTube shorts and put them on other platforms, just like with TikTok, they're gonna put a watermark on the video so that everybody knows it came from YouTube shorts, just like you always see the reposts on Reddit of things that came from TikTok, you know, where all of the things in the world are happening. And it's, it's always somewhere else. This is a case you download the video directly off the site instead of making it not on the site and then uploading it like we do with all of our short form content. That just seems to be the best way to do it if you're a content creator. That way you don't have to deal with all the watermark stuff. But, you know, to each his own. And Mark Zuckerberg wants you to cross over into the metaverse. And uh, he posted this selfie last week about him visiting France and Spain and Horizon Worlds. And that's Meta's like VR world that you can experience on the Quest 2. And uh, rightfully so, people were like, what? This looks like a me character. This is like Nintendo Wii graphics, my man. You, you look soulless, lifeless, and like, if this is what the metaverse is, boy, howdy, we're in for a rough ride. But don't you worry. 
Mark Zuckerberg has a response. He got bullied so hard that one of the world's richest men just wanted you to know that the uh, photo he posted earlier was pretty basic. It was taken very quickly to celebrate a launch. I'm flipping sorry. What? This, this digitally recreated image that you want to convince us is a photo that got taken instead of actually just being bad graphics. This is the new picture was the picture was taken. He had more time to put on shadows and makeup and look more human as opposed to being more. Uh, what? How does how does it the photo being taken quickly? Am I missing something? I don't understand, Zuck. He's trying to convince us to be part of the metaverse, but it just, this, this makes it worse. The fact that you were so upset about how the internet reacted to your soulless face that you had to come out and post a new picture, which is totally fine if you said it was updated graphics, but to try to convince us that it was a picture taken quickly in a digital reality where that's just like, it's already pre-rendered. There's no like, I mean, unless like photo mode does something different and you have time to tweak it. Like this is your project, you, your multi-billion dollar endeavor that you're wasting money on, your investors money on continuously and people don't understand the value of. You're trying to tell us that the top person at that pyramid scheme hasn't spent enough moments designing his face in the platform. He's trying to pitch to everybody else so that he, what? I think. We can't let this distract us from the fact that in Fortnite, you can be Goku with a shotgun. You wanna go f as fast as a gun? I don't think that's right. The Lucid Air coming out with their fastest version of their vehicle ever. The Sapphire being unveiled for a cool $250,000. You can get a vehicle that's allegedly quicker than a Tesla Model S Plaid. According to them, it can do zero to 60 in under two seconds, zero to 100, these are miles per hour, mind you, under four seconds and a quarter mile time below nine seconds, which is, a absolutely absurd and definitely quicker than what the Model S Plaid offers. This Air Sapphire is a tri-motor system, 1200 horsepower. This is crazy. It's just, it's, it's not even, it doesn't, who has? I think the most appropriate thing that I've seen about this is that like the type of people who are going to buy an Air Sapphire are the type of people who do not need to be going that quickly. I want one though, just like I want a Kia EV6. We did a review of this over on the UFD Tech channel, which you can go check out right there, but they announced a new version, the GT, not the GT line, but the EV6 GT, 576 horsepower. It looks roughly like the regular EV6 with some sports stylings, different rims, different brake pads, as you can see. It can do zero to 60 in 3.4 seconds, 576 horsepower, as I mentioned, and has five 546 foot pound of torque, but can only go 206 miles on a single charge as opposed to a Mach-E GT's 270 miles, which is kind of sad. You're giving up a lot of range in order to get that extra performance. I'm still intrigued. It also has bucket seats at the front, which looks pretty nice. I, I, want, I would like it. I'm not gonna buy it, but I would like it. And in case you would like to be a beta tester or even alpha tester of some non-usable software that you have to pay money for, but that it's no guarantee you're gonna get the full functionality of, and you're willing to pay more for it right now because you have an extra three grand burning a hole in your pocket. Well, don't you worry, Elon Musk has you covered. They're increasing the price of full self-driving 
from 12 grand to 15 grand. As long as you buy it before September 5th, you can still get it at the cheap discount of 12 grand, which is all well and good. Elon Musk noting that the full self-driving is great and it's getting better. And that's why they're increasing the price, even though you can actually rent it for $200 a month, which means that you could have it for like the entire lifespan of your vehicle and still not spend 15 grand. I don't understand. But of course, like that's because I'm a Tesla hater, right? Like who wouldn't want software that can't even recognize children in the road and capitates them? Unless, of course, you're an investor and somebody who's pro Tesla, then you can prove with your own children that no, it'll stop. But then YouTube will get in your way and say, hey, no, we need to take that video down because it endangers the emotional, physical well-being of minors, including dangerous stunts, stares or pranks. The investors scoffing at all of this because number one, he trusts his kid's life with full self-driving. Number two, he's behind the wheel and he since he's sensible, he was gonna hit the brakes in case full self-driving didn't. And even though the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says no one should risk their life or the life of anyone else to test the performance of vehicle technology, that is inconsequential. Don't you know that Elon Musk personally birthed full self-driving from his brain canal to give it to us Tesla owners to make sure that we could not get into the beta because our safety score isn't high enough. But then for those of us who have been bequeathed the honor, the right of using full self-driving beta, we can drive into parking bollards, scrape our wheels, and then do unprotected left turns very dangerously and potentially even capitate some children. But don't you worry because it's from Elon Musk. None of that counts. Not a single one of those things. It's a positive thing. And now it's only 15 grand. It's a steal. And in case you want to steal some thunder from Intel, bad segue on my part, Intel saying that for their Arc Alchemist drivers, one of the questions in an FAQ that came out recently was, I've read reviews that say Intel's drivers is not ready yet. What's the status? Intel saying, we appreciate the feedback we're getting in early reviews of our Arc software stack and it has been bumpy. And continuing on to say that they filed 43 issues with their engineering team because of Gamers Nexus's review of the Arc A380. So Intel very clearly hearing everybody on the fact that their drivers are not yet ready. They're working on it. They're trying to fix it. And Gamers Nexus gave them a lot of work to do. Hopefully that's fixed by the time I receive my A380. Because as we talked about in last week's episode of Hot News, the ARC A380 is now available for back order over on Newegg. I'm waiting for mine to come in. I'm, it does seem like Intel's taking this bad launch the best way possible. They're being honest, they're communicating their failures, and they're trying to be forthright with their customers, which I applaud. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that this episode of Hot News is over because I went on a brand and a half. I'm gonna catch you back here for more hot tech news tomorrow. Until then.